Hello, welcome to the Absolute Majority Podcast. Uh, I'm Alex, and with me is uh, Andy. Hello, Andy. Hi. All right, and we're going to be talking about, um, I suppose, sort of all the events and goings on in the world, um, mainly on politics. But what what is going on in the world at the moment? Well, nothing. It's, it's 2020. Well, what are we uh, October 2020. Uh, people in the future listeners. Yeah, um, definitely going to be. People <laughs> will be, be going back and say, oh, I want to start on episode one. And they'll, they'll come back and listen to this. And uh, this is where well, it started. Won't, well, they won't be allowed um, because there'll be some sort of rule saying <laughs> it's all about the rules. You're not allowed to put earphones on in public. Then. So, so, come on, so, so what's, what, how's it all been going then? So, how's, how have you found COVID? It's been the main uh, story of the year so far. Do you want me to sum it up in a sentence? <laughs> if you could sum up. COVID in a sentence, that'd be great. Well, it's a global pandemic that yeah. um, that is pretty pretty neat, isn't it? Really? Yeah, because in the future, it's, it's all going to be cured. So people listening yeah. back to this, they'll be like, what? What was COVID? Well, we're going to get a vaccine by Christmas and then that will um, probably have some serious side effects and, <laughs> and then we'll either grow arms out of our testicles or die. So <laughs> there is that risk, isn't there? Got I do stuff. think they're going to get this vaccine and then something's going to happen and then everyone's just going to start you know, just dying or because we rushed out of vaccine. Yeah, basically. That I mean, I'm not, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, to be honest. No. But um, I don't know. Do I want to take it if there is one? Oh, yeah, you do, really. But do I? I don't actually feel unsafe. I don't feel like, I mean, you know, maybe I should be touching some wood. But I don't particularly feel like I'm in danger. Well, no, but it's not you that's that's going to go to the hospital, as we've seen on the uh, recent graphs. So everything yeah. we do has got to be for everyone else. Is that right? Yeah, which is why you know the, the, the kids in um, Liverpool and up north are struggling because um, you know why why wouldn't they go out? They're not going to they, get ill, are they? They won't even know they've got it. Probably. Are they struggling though? What are they struggling I don't, with? I think this is the problem. It's the problem the country faces. It's, um, you know, how do you tell a load of people? Well, it's been going on for, what, eight months now, whatever, I mean, 10 months without all this, and people want to go out. And then you sort of turn around and say, oh, don't go out. Or if you go out, don't don't just sit there quietly at a table drinking, you know, your Stella, getting smashed. You so are you, talking about, are you talking about that crowd in Liverpool last night? Well, yeah, but it's, so, there's been a few, isn't there, like that? So for... Context, if, if you haven't read the news, then there was a, because I write the news, so I can tell you. <laughs> um, there was a crowd of, of people in Liverpool partying last night after the pub shut, two hours before some really um, heavy lockdown regulations were going to come in. And they're getting yeah. criticised for it, right? That's what you're kind of... Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of the point. I think that's an example of the problem that, that well, we face. you say problem, I call them heroes. <laughs> Honestly, like, I, I think they're great, all of them. So you, you don't think we should be locking down, no. and, you know, protecting the NHS and no. all that stuff? No. But surely the, the hospitals are going to get overwhelmed because the numbers keep. The trouble is, they go out and get but it. They, they don't realise they've got it. They go around and see other people and then spread it, and but, then the, the, the more at risk. You know, people in the world start to have to go to hospital. But they didn't get overwhelmed last time, and the, the cases were a lot, a lot higher than they are now. A lot higher. 
And if you actually look at the at, at what the government have said, the testing, which didn't exist in March or April, no. if it if it had done, they they estimate that there was a hundred thousand people a day getting it, right? Yeah. And at the moment, it's less than ten thousand a day. But it's so going up. It's well. You accept it's going up. I accept that there are uh, there is an increase of positive test results. That's what I accept. I don't. The numbers that, bigger than the previous numbers. No, they're not. But they're not though. Well, okay. Because, like I said, the they reckon a hundred thousand people a day were getting it at, at its peak in April. And there's yeah. not a hundred thousand people a day getting it right now, right? And and cases, positive test results does not equal cases. So, <laughs> okay, that's what that's what I'm saying. So, so kind of summarising then. So, how how do you feel the the government has done then so far on COVID to where we are today? Look, right at the start of it all. I was totally in support of everything they did, like full lockdown, everything they said, I was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Even when people were slagging them off saying you should be going to lockdown now, and then they didn't do it for another couple of weeks. I accepted their decision because I agreed that, that people would have got lockdown fatigue too soon and it would have happened before the peak. So they did it at the right time. So I, I was supportive. I, I, you know, I'm not an expert. I don't claim to be an expert. Mm. and what they're doing is a pretty difficult job. Like it's unprecedented really in the yeah. modern age. So yeah, I was in full support of everything they did. Now turn. <laughs> I mean <laughs> if <laughs> no. I'm what not is the opposite of that position? There is if there is an opposite word of a full support, <laughs> look that up and that's where I am right now. Okay. Because it's just a farce to be honest you. That's what I think. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. So you're losing faith in, in Boris or do you think it's just, is it the scientists or is it just all of them? I think Boris is too, I think because he got, because he got it, right? Yeah. Well, I think he, yeah. I think he, I think it scared him and I think he's so, it's ch changed him as a person because I think, I think an old Boris would have stuck to his guns, but I think he's too enamored by scientists who it's very easy for scientists to say, well, you know, yeah, you know, let's, let's lock it all down because it's really dangerous, blah, blah, blah. Because of the science, yeah, the, the facts. Yeah, but science isn't always right. It isn't always right at all. It's their scientific view, which the government, and I understand why the government do it, because if they don't, if they go against the science, then in future they can they get it all wrong they can say they can't defend themselves really because they had scientists telling them what to do and they said well we're not going to do that so i understand that point of view who else they're going to ask though well no i'm not saying they shouldn't have the scientists on board they should absolutely have science and listen to the scientists but scientists chris witty and patrick yeah. balance are not the prime ministers of this country they are there to advise to give their opinion and to give statistical and evidential facts or what they believe are facts to the prime minister. And then the prime minister makes a decision based on that. Now he can go one way or the other. He can go, yep, yeah, let's do everything you say. Or he can say, right, I've heard what you're saying, but 
there's some caveats to that. Like if you lock down, you're destroying livelihoods, businesses, lives, creating a, a literally a mental health pandemic and all for the sake of a disease which has killed like naught point something percent of the people that have ever had it and most of those people were over 82 and most of those people had serious health conditions right so apart so, from those people that are clearly expendable in your view no 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 but this is no see this is your no so you're doing the you're doing this thing right and this is outrageous where you're putting where if you put a different point of view where if you say i don't want lockdown and i don't want this it doesn't mean that i want the I want it to run rampant and kill a load of people. I don't. I don't want that at all. What's the alternative? And this is this is the bit. This is the bit that does me in. Like you got um, like Stammer from a Labour point of view, but trying to be the opposition, but he's not exactly putting anything forward that's any different. I, I mean, today he put forward what more lockdown. Well, no, Stammer. Lockdown. Well, Stammer has been useless. Like I'm not going to lie and say that I'm, I'm a Labour supporter because I ain't. But he has been useless. Like. Opposition is there to oppose, and all he's done is abstain. That's yeah. it. That's just it's not a point of view. And the only thing he's done recently was yesterday, where he called for a circuit breaker lockdown. But so you'd, that, be, you'd be in favour of that, would you? No, and I'll tell you oh. what. Like I would be in favour. I would be in favour of a two-week circuit breaker lockdown. Right. Just two weeks. If if I could trust the government when they said. It's only going to be two weeks, and after that, we're going to get back some kind of normality to our lives. But that won't happen because cases will go down, and then they'll just go up again. So what do you do then? And then the sale, we better extend it, or we better we better extend it a bit a bit more. All it does is suppress. It doesn't it doesn't stop. You're never going to stop it ever. And I think I think they have to accept that it's never going to be stopped because you can't you can't you can't stop it. You can suppress it, delay it. You can delay deaths, you can delay cases, but that's all you can do because it's just going to come around again until you get a vaccine, which A, I don't particularly trust anyway, and B, maybe even Boris yesterday seemed a little bit like less positive about the chances of a vaccine coming in anytime soon. So what happens? You just do this forever, do you? Well, there's, got, there's got to be a point where it ends and you just go, look, we've got to accept, we've got to learn to live with this. There, there are things we can do to offset the damage we can you know give give everyone free <laughs> hand sanitizers and create and just, money well no just make make it the, the cleanest fucking country we can make it <laughs> hand sanitizers everywhere but, like but everyone's been social distancing like this whole time and it hasn't worked why why is that why is it not working if we all just you know wear masks and wash our hands and well, you're, you're you're kind of you're kind of backing up the argument of no lo- of not having a lockdown because, you know, we're having all these impositions and it's not working. So what does that tell you? <laughs> like seriously, what does it tell you? Like masks are, are the devil's work as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I hate them. I mean, I wear them. I'm not going to lie, and I'm not, I do wear them because I don't do you at the moment. You're 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 snood based. Well, I, I wear a snood. Because if I'm going to wear a mask, I'm at least going to look fashionable with it, and and it's more comfortable. And and wearing a mask as well, it looks so clinical. It's horrible. I hate it, and I can't wear them. But yeah, I wear it. like if I go somewhere and they say you have got to wear a mask, then I'll put a mask on. Like obviously, I'm not. I'm not like a. I, I can't see why you wouldn't. I think it, I it, can. Yeah. 
they're horrible to wear. They are. I, like, I've had really? panic attacks. Yeah, I've had sure panic. They are. I've had panic attacks wearing them. Genuinely, I have. Like, I've had to walk out the shop really quickly because I could. I couldn't. And well, I just got it to me. I couldn't breathe properly, and I've got out of the shop. And I swear to God, like my breathing has felt horrible ever since they come in. I hate them, but I do wear them. I do. Okay. Then I don't look. See, the thing for me is, if everyone did it, then it wouldn't transmit. But then the transmission seems to be in bars and stuff. So people are obviously not. I just don't think they're doing any of it. I think you go to a pub, and then there must be pubs everywhere around the country where people would just mingle in and doing whatever. People just have a few drinks, don't give a shit about it, and then they spread the disease around. And it's like universities. I mean, who would give a shit at a university about COVID? Yeah, but that like just, that is fine. It just won't happen. Well, like the chances are, a lot of them had it already anyway. I don't even realise. Yeah, that's how that's how that's how shit a disease it is, right? <laughs> <laughs> you might have had it and you don't even know it. That's how that's how rubbish it is. So <laughs> it's, it's like, oh my god, let's just let's just destroy let's destroy our economy and ruin everyone's lives for a disease that some people probably already had and they don't even realise. It's that it's that dangerous, you know. I I accept that it is dangerous to a group of people and those and you should the government should come up with something where you shield vulnerable people and bring in bring stick in, them all on an island. No, I don't mean that. But like you can have simple things like having golden hours in shopping in shops, you know, where only old people can come in at a certain time, which is sort of did at the start. Oh, they'll love that, wouldn't they? Well, no, yeah, they would. Because you can uh, only go shopping. They'll love to pot around during the day. You can't uh, take that away. No, I can't wait till I'm older and I can just potter about. Yeah, well, I'm not, I know that, but... Well, I won't, because I'll be a COVID and die. die. Yeah, you probably will. But, <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's the time of year for respiratory illnesses, right? So I'm not shocked that it's gotten up a bit. But like I said, cases does not equal... Well, no, positive tests should not equal a case. And I think... That, that is what's happening at the moment. I mean, you know, if you want to start getting more in depth and start talking about PCR tests and and how uh, and false positives and how sensitive the tests oh, are. I don't, don't want to talk about that. No, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. So, so the, just going back a bit, then. So, what's in terms of the sort of the politics at the moment? We talked a little bit about Boris. So, how do you see it at the moment with? with Labour and, and uh, the Tories. What's your sort of view on, on how the government's working at the moment? Well... Is, is it working? Have we got a good opposition now? Because obviously Corbyn no. didn't really cut the mustard. Well, no, Corbyn was just an awful man all round. And he his job. <laughs> yeah, I was hopeful. I was really hopeful. When he came in, I thought, here we go. Someone's going to change it up a bit. He's, he's going to sort of, you know, tackle this in a different way. And he, he kind of just didn't do it. He, he did a little bit of his um, PMQs where he said, you know, Sarah from oh, that was or whatever. That was embarrassing. So. Yeah, no, but I, I kind of, I like the idea of someone coming in and just trying to do it a bit different, trying to get away from the sort of rah-rah politics. I hate it. I can't stand the way that politics is carried out in this country and the way that they shout and just, you know, act see, like I, idiots. No, see, I love that. Like, the <laughs> PMQs, when it's proper PMQs with a, a full house and Punching Judy and shouting and yelling insults. I I find that enjoyable television, but 
But it doesn't get anywhere, does it? I mean, no, I don't know, who watches PMQs? I mean, it's on every day, and, and I get it, and it's sort of like a little point score in with the journalists. But, but apart from, like, you know, you lot, who, does anyone get anything from it? You lot. So, just for the record, I am a journalist. <laughs> haven't worked that out. <laughs> um, no, I like PMQs. I don't like it at the moment, because it's all about one subject, and it's virtual mostly, and... There's hardly anyone in the house. I like I like a big punch up. Those are the yeah. best PMQs. Um, but like, I mean, obviously Starmer is a, a more competent leader than his predecessor. But but is he different to what I've, I'm trying to? So I'm trying to figure it out. So I'm I'm trying to like Starmer. And why are you trying to like him? You don't <laughs> like him or you don't. Well, no, because I I got so fed up with Corbyn that I didn't feel like that was a good opposition. And now Starmer's come in and I'm trying to see what he's going to offer that's different. And maybe it's just because it's COVID and there, there is, you know, there's not really an opportunity to kind of really oppose and be different to the government. But all he's kind of doing is just like you say, he's abstaining, he's just sort of, you know, giving really sort of standard responses like, well, we agree with the government, this is the best thing to do. But obviously, you know, we, we, we think he's lost control. He keeps saying, oh, you've lost control of the virus. I don't, I don't. I don't really I, think like, I, Boris like, I get, is trying to control the virus. I think he's doing what he's trying to do, but the yeah, opposition I mean, it's, can't it's, just. I don't know. That's a ridiculous. Yeah, it's a ridiculous thing to say that you've lost control of, like, like, I, you know, it, it, even if I hated Boris Johnson to death, which I don't, um, I wouldn't like. You know, how can you control a, a pandemic? It's, it must yeah, be pretty hard. It must be pretty hard. So I, I. I I don't buy that. Hard. Well, yeah, you know, it's, you know, it's a it thing. Is. It's pretty difficult, yeah. yeah it's a little tough. <laughs> um, but like, I get, I get, kind of what Starmer's trying to do. He's trying to paint the government as incompetent. So I get that as a strategy. Like, it feels like it's a, it feels like a lawyer. Like it's, well, I know he is a lawyer, but it feels like it's a lawyer talking. Like if you look at sort of films and stuff where you see that classic stereotype of a, of a lawyer mm. just sort of trying to paint it in a, in a dark, not really opposing, but mm. just trying to put down the witness and, and just take their credibility <laughs> out of it rather than actually coming up with, actually, we've got an alternative approach. We will come together and we think there's a different way to attack this. Well, this is the thing, like, and I think that's why he, I think he's been attacked for like not having any answers. And I think that's one of the reasons why he, why he um, came out for Circuit Breaker. Uh, yeah, it's different, and it's a different approach. It's, it is a clear divide between between him and the in the government. So, whether he actually, I mean, he said he agreed, he, he read the evidence, and that's what he he agreed. Yeah, that well, should be one, but I think that's bollocks. Yeah. You know, it's just, and to be honest, I, I think it's I think it backfired a little bit on him because I think he's getting a bit of criticism. It's it's kind of because there's a lot of Tories who were sort of getting a bit frustrated with Boris, but now they've yeah. got reason to round. Sort of rally behind him again, because they oppose big time um, a circuit breaker, and they don't want that to happen. No, so, it's a bit um, of an extreme, isn't it? Because of the impacts on the it, it, it will do nothing. Even 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 the World Health Organization said lockdowns are, are more trouble than they're worth, and and I think there was sage. I mean, I could be wrong, but I think there was a sage. Um, one, one of the meetings, they basically said that. Lockdowns ain't really like a mini lockdown ain't really going to do anything. Yeah, right. um, Shame, isn't it? 
really? Northern Ireland's just about to do one, aren't they? They're, they're yeah, Friday. Four yeah. weeks. But like... Four weeks. This, this whole mini lockdown nonsense, like... Or circuit breaker, just call it what it is. It's a lockdown. Yeah. Don't call it a circuit breaker because it's... it's trying it's, to get around it, aren't they? Well, it's, it's like... It's like the people's vote of, of COVID. You know, when, they were, when everyone wanted a second referendum on Brexit... They didn't want to call it a second referendum. They wanted to call it the people's vote. Because yeah. they were afraid of calling it a second referendum. That's a good point. Which is what it was. And I think this is what this is. It's just a second lockdown. And they're afraid of calling it that. So they're giving it a fancy term. Circuit breaker. Which which they say will be two or three weeks. But it will go on longer. Because the case at the end of it, what if cases haven't gone down? They're just going to say, all right, let's just go back to normal again. They're not. They're going to say, well, we've got to carry on longer now. So it's going to be another two or three weeks. And then another two or three weeks. And then you're back in the same position of having... How long we had it before? What was it? Three months? Whatever it was. And, that, and that's that's kind of all they've got to kind of oppose on, isn't it? Because there isn't much else, like from an opposition or any other party. Well, I don't even know who the Lib Dems are anymore, and the yeah. SNP are just I don't know what what the point of them is. But no, second referendum. Yeah, that's all they want. <laughs> it's just, just all they just you know, Blackwood comes on and just as a moan <laughs> for four hours ask, ask for a referendum and that's it yeah, <laughs> yeah. COVID, every single COVID, time COVID is so bad but and, and awful <laughs> and can we have a second referendum now <laughs> fucking idiot so I don't know I, I just find it all a little bit maybe it'll it'll get better if COVID goes away it's obviously dominating at the moment you know, no one really talks about Brexit um, that'll probably come up at some point you know? well it has like there's already scratched his I said today Boris has scrapped his 15th of October deadline for negotiations mm-hmm. so he's kind of gone back on his word but uh, the, I think the reason they're given is that oh we're so close to a deal let's just push on and, and get one you know, yeah you think they'll get a deal I think when the deal comes out everything will start kicking off oh, yeah, no one will be happy will they no but like who cares what they think is happening so. well we'll look forward to that one I, yeah, personally I'll be having a non-COVID secure street party <laughs> with on myself your own. on my own yeah because like you know I don't need anyone else to uh, I don't know anyone else who supports it so um, so yeah um, let's let's talk a little bit of world affairs and uh, and, and the US election cool how, how how do you see this one panning out what's your expert view first of all if Trump wins, I will laugh my ass off for four years straight. Honestly, I won't stop laughing. People will have to block me because I will just like, it will just be the funniest thing ever. No, I'll tell you what would have been the funniest thing ever. Did you hear this about Trump the other day? What he wanted to do when he came out of hospital? <laughs> Go on. Fuck. If he had done that, honestly, I would have. Fuck. I would have. Is that what he went to do? Yeah, he went to fuck. If I, if I'd have, if this had happened, right. I would have, I would have jumped on a plane to, I would have emigrated to America, yeah. right? And then become an American citizen in 20 days before the election, just so I could vote for him. Because it would, would have been the greatest thing ever. So basically he was in hospital with COVID yeah. and he, he wanted to, when he come out of there, apparently he wanted to come out looking all frail and, and uh, like he was, at death's door and then he wanted to rip his shirt off and wearing a superman t-shirt underneath <laughs> now really? yeah apparently 
Don't tell me that that, don't even try to tell me that that is not the greatest thing you've ever heard from anyone, let alone a world leader, let alone the actual president of the actual United States. It would have been something if he'd done that. Honestly, I, I would have, I would have, I would have fucked him for that. <laughs> I'm sure he would have really appreciated that. I'm not even gay, but you know, right. that, that I would have, that I would have done. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, that was but do you think he's going to win it? I don't know. I don't know. All the polls say no. Yeah. So if you if you're following polls, then obviously you'd say no. And Biden looks too far ahead to to catch up. But then yeah, I saw I mean, a poll. I saw a poll the other day from I can't remember now. I can't remember who it was. But a reputable firm who have predicted twenty four out of the last twenty six presidential elections bang on the money, including Trump winning in twenty sixteen. And their model, the model that they use, show. Trump winning big time. So yeah. mm. that's just one poll. Do you do you, do you just listen to that one poll and disregard the others? Do you? Like I read something else the other day that that the Democrats have took their eye off the ball when it comes to blue collar workers and and that and that they are actually going to win it for Trump, you know, because the unions who the Democrats have been um, courting. Are in support of Biden, but workers under the unions don't, the unions aren't as powerful as they once was. And basically, what I read that was that it, it, it's foolish to think that Trump hasn't already sewn up those votes. Um, but I just I can't see him. I can't see him carrying the the swing states with what, everything that's gone on. Yeah, obviously I, that's. I get he's got his core support, and he's probably you know solidified that, and mm. they'll they'll support him to the end, and he's really sort of built into that. A, a lot of dedicated support, but in the swing states, hmm. you know, the, you know, I don't, I can't see him. Like he's not going to win anywhere, anywhere sort of new, because no one's going to sort of just turn around and start voting for him. But it's whether he he can lose what he's got. I don't know. I, I mean, I just, I mean, the problem this year is that because the polls got it wrong so wrong last time, people were worried about trusting the polls this time. Even though yeah. they all say one thing, the same way they like happened over here, didn't it? Exactly. Like last year, everyone, no one wants to trust that Boris Johnson was actually going to win big last year because they didn't want to trust the polls. But the polls were right. In fact, they were wrong because they kind of under undercut underperformed what actually happened. Um, but I don't know. Like I personally, I think I think there's a lot of people in America who publicly say they hate Trump, who will end up voting for him. I really yeah. think that. I really secret, think that. secret Trump voters. Well, yeah, you always get that. you always get the shy, like over here you get shy Tories because it, obviously it's really bad to be a right winger. Oh my God, it's so what a disaster. Um, so you obviously get the shy Tory vote over here and, uh, and obviously in America you get shy Republican vote, I guess you call it. But I think there's quite a big shy Trump vote because he's so polarising that it's not enough to just say, I'm not, I'm not telling you who I'm voting for, or oh, I'm just going to vote Biden. You want yeah, you to take a stand against him as well to show that you're not a Trump supporter because being a Trump supporter is regarded by a lot of people as being, you know, a bit of a, a bit of a wally, a, Mentalist. a racist. Well, yeah, racist, um, which I, those people do exist. I'm sure there are a lot of racists who, 
might vote for Trump, but there's a lot of non-racists who vote for Trump. Um, yeah, and there's there's big big parts of the of America, and I think it's it's a kind of identity thing, isn't it, for America? They see Biden as as the the, the Democrats as the way that he's going to erode what America really stood for, and then Trump sort of come in and really sort of stoke the fire around what it means to you know follow the flag and, and all the sort of middle states love all that and well, yeah i mean we've got all the riots and stuff going on out there at the moment yeah. like like that that plays into trump's hands quite clearly it's whether it's whether it's enough for people to go do you know what i i can't i can't have biden in charge of things because if he's in charge he's got a team around him who are supportive of these protests and supportive of of um having a go at people just for sitting having a meal and, and you know and they're white, that kind of thing, you know, it's... Have you enjoyed his approach to COVID then? Of his, uh, you know, God, oh, it's the, what was it, the greatest thing that's ever happened to me catching COVID. He's back that, stronger, he's taken every single drug that I think they had on their said? list. Is that what he said? Kind of, yeah, he sort of came out in his big sort of speech where I think he was, he was saying he was thinking about doing the Superman. <laughs> he was saying that, you know, it's a gift. That I got this, and I feel I feel better than ever. You know, well, like, like, Twenty different, co- you know, cocktail of drugs shoved up his ass. Yeah, I mean, obviously he comes out with some shit. I mean, come on, he does. <laughs> whether you like, whether, even if you're a supporter of Trump, you know, you, you, I think you should accept that he comes out with some bizarre stuff. Absolutely shocking. And 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 just because I find it funny that that him winning would would piss off so many people doesn't mean that he should win. Like. So, but at the same time, I don't know, people, this is why I'm not sure I can't, I can't call the election because a lot of people vote with their pockets and he has put a lot of jobs back into the, into the, into that country, obviously pre-COVID joblessness. Yeah. And, and. fault for that, hasn't it? And a lot of, and people, you know, there's people who, who work in factories and have got a job again and they can pay off their mortgage and they can send their kids to college, things like that. Like, whether you hate him or not, that is a stone cold fact. He has done that to a lot of people and whether those people will Would take another pun, take another punt on him or not, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on it. But yeah. No, I mean, I don't know enough about US politics to really, you know, that's a shame. No, because we'll keep we'll keep talking about it. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll have more <laughs> ignorant opinions. On that. <laughs> that's, that's all we ask for. Next time. Completely. Uh, <laughs> opinion based on no facts. Yeah. I mean, why bother with facts? Just just go with Superman t-shirts. It's <laughs> the way forward. Come on, though. That is the greatest thing ever. I don't care who you are. Like, that. It would have been amazing if he'd done it. It would have absolutely been amazing. And he would piss off all the right people. He, he loves really that wouldn't. though. He loves, but that's, he loves I, pissing I, people off. I know I want him to, because there are a lot of dickheads out there. And and uh, I don't even like saying the term because it makes you sound like some old man, but like virtual signals and all that crap. Like, like there are some idiots who, who spout some nonsense who hate Trump. And I think, well, you know, the, I, think, I think he's shaking it up a bit over there. I think the other, uh, uh, maybe he's shaking it up across all the politics as well, because to have someone that's comes in, talks like that, is very, um, you know, outspoken about many subjects, 
doesn't really follow the standard protocols and the standard responses. And people have obviously liked some of that. I don't think you're going to get it again, though. I don't. I think, especially in America, where politics is basically, you know, two or three dynasties. Yeah, I, I, I think this is going to be the last election of the sort of the old guard. You've got Trump and Biden that are the old gentlemen, you know, and I think it will change then and become the younger generation. Well, they had that chance this year. I mean, what was it? Pete, Democrats, Pete Buttigieg, is that how you say his name? I don't know. But the, um, the gay guy who... Oh, I yeah. He, I think he was a... Was he in the army or a soldier or something? I don't really know. But he was... He was pretty cool. Like I, I could have seen him, maybe like winning the election, but then Biden might win the election, so maybe they haven't made the wrong. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I think they'll win the election, but I think it's just a case of that Biden's only going to do one term. I don't even. I don't think he'll something. Will he? I don't think they'll even do one term if he wins. I honestly don't. I think he's yeah. just prep, prepping for Kamala Harris to be president. I think that is your next president, really. Yeah, like, they'll, they'll they'll have a plan, won't they? Get someone else in. And then they'll mm. bring the young, younger generation through. I think it's the only way they're going to try and really innovate it. But then we'll see what the Republicans do. I just don't think Republicans are... I, I don't think they're... Um, they're not progressive, are they? They're not... I don't think they will go for something new. I think they'll, they'll stick to what they know, which is tends to be old men yeah. who are anti-abortion. You know... Um, can they ever change? I don't know if they can. I mean, you know, as much as I find Trump hilarious and I'd vote for him on a whim, <laughs> um, you know, Republicans are a bit of a, you know, a party I could never support. No. But because they're hard you know, work. Well, yeah, they're, they're too religious, they're too anti abortion and fundamental. I just can't, I don't buy into that. I can't, I can't get into that side of things. That's generally pretty awful in it, really. You know, it's not it's not eighteen seventy, so you've got to move the times a bit. Basically, there's a lot of masked Nazis out there. Um, who, if they don't see you wear one, or if you criticise it even slightly, they they jump on you. Uh, that's my story. <laughs> Have you seen one of those um uh, marshals yet? I thought they were bringing out COVID marshals in shopping centres. Uh, yeah, I don't think to, uh, they are they out yet. Mask on. Yeah, I don't think they're out yet. I don't oh, think they are. That's a shame, isn't it? That's I'll tell you what, though, one. if fucking, if one come up to me and tell me what to do, honestly, I'd have a go at them on the street. I ain't having that. <laughs> I ain't having it. I ain't having some pencil pushing prick, right, who probably works at the council, deciding they want to go, yeah, tell people what to do. Then, because I ain't, I ain't an idiot. Right. Even if, even <laughs> that's, if that's a wild, that's a wild assumption. Well, this could be proved somewhere, but like, I ain't an idiot, right? I, even if, even if I thought COVID didn't even exist, which is, which I don't, by the way, I do think it exists. I'm not, I'm not some fund, fundamentalist. I do accept that it exists, whatever, and it has oh, its dangers, good. whatever. But even if I didn't, even if I was someone who thought COVID isn't real, it's all to do with 5G masts or whatever, right? I would still follow follow the rules as such, but I would still, for the benefit of other people, because I'm polite, not get in their way, 
not breathe all over him. Do you know <laughs> well, what I mean? No, you wouldn't do that anyway. No, but like, I'm like that anyway. I'm someone who's very much about personal space, not just my own, but other people's. I respect other people's personal space. So when I'm out shopping, and this is pre-COVID, when, if I'm out shopping, I don't get in people's faces. I don't like crowd around them. Like if, if we're in a supermarket and we both want to get a block of cheese, I won't just stand right next to him. I'll kind of hang back a bit and wait. Unless they're taking ages and then they're being a prick. And then I will just put my arm in and go, excuse just me. Push them out of the way. Yeah. But like, but do you know what I mean? Like I do, I always, I'm, I respect other people's personal space. So I, there's no way I'd be getting up in people's grill, you know, <laughs> to coin an urban phrase. <laughs> I don't even know what it means, but like, that's, that's how white I am. I don't know what that means. Um, but so yeah, like, so if I'm in the street now, especially, I no, won't be with your snood on. With my snood on, well, well, there's no way I'd be wearing. No, there's no way I'd be wearing it outside. Well, I won't be wearing it outside. That's for damn sure. There's no way I'd be wearing it outside. I wear it inside because I have to. If they said to do it outside, I wouldn't wear it outside. It wouldn't anyway. It's not at all. But like, I respect other people, so there's. I wouldn't be too close to them anyway. So if some idiot come up to me and said, "Hey, if you get a stand over there," <laughs> I honestly, I. I I forgot them. I say, look, you don't need to tell me what to do, mate. You've got no powers anyway. They literally have no powers. All they can do is advise. <laughs> so we'll have to see if we can get one to come on the uh, the podcast. If there's anyone out there <laughs> of the <laughs> three people this. listening that, that isn't me or you and the dog, <laughs> and they are willing either have signed up to become a marshal or are already in the process of becoming a marshal or is a marshal already. I don't know if anyone Or, know or just that. owns a high-vis vest. Or is, whose name is Marshall or surname is Marshall. If they want to come on and defend, right, going up to people in the street and telling them what to do because you got to do it like this, otherwise someone could catch something, then let them. Yeah. yeah. We'll, because we'll I want to hear that. I want to hear what kind of person what kind of cunt <laughs> you can keep that in or not I don't care brutal wants to do that job because that job is for assholes it yeah really it's, it's not it's not going to be a pleasant job is it and you get paid 30 grand a year for it really yeah I think that's it I'm going to sign up actually <laughs> 30 grand a year it's alright not bad <laughs> but no seriously like that that is a job for real curtain curtain twitches and and, and dicks. <laughs> All right, nice one. Well, I think we've um, probably covered what we needed to cover. Well, we've day. covered everything in world history, I think. We've covered everything to get us up to speed on where we are with, yeah, with if, COVID. If you don't know what there is to know about COVID by now, then, then <laughs> you haven't been listening because obviously you've heard every fact yeah. There There'll be is. nothing to talk about now next week, but um, I'm sure we'll uh, dig into topic. some of these topics well, a bit more. Kobe's been completed now. It's been. <laughs> yeah. We'll see whether we're locked down next week and how, how happy you are about that. Honestly, right. Essex has applied to be locked down, Arsha. What kind of idiot asks to be locked down? Essex yeah. Council. That's Essex who. want to be locked down more, they even though they don't have 
the cases, right? They do not. They do not sit over the threshold, and they are literally asked to be put in a sec in the second highest tier of lockdown, just in case. So, wh wh why do you think that's why? Do, why do you think they're doing that then? Well, do you want the? I want the truth. Well, <laughs> they get more money for a start, don't they? Yeah, I, I, you mentioned that, and I, I found that a bit. I was quite astonished by that that they get more money per person. Yep. In their in their bar, in their council yep. Zoom. Yep. So however many people there are in Essex, mm -hmm. they'll get like what's it two quid or something like that? Uh, I think it's a pound for the pound. next tier up, and then it goes up to two for the highest tier. I think that's right. I could be wrong, but I think that's what it is. What, what, um, I don't get what that's for. Christ knows. I don't know, but like. Honestly, we're suffering enough as it is. We don't. We want to avoid any lockdown. Not, not ask for it. And I think they said, "Oh, because just in case to stop it from getting worse in the future." Well, you might just money for marshals. Yeah, we need some money. Yeah, we need some money for COVID marshals. So we better put everyone in lockdown <laughs> just to get the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, cool. Yeah. So, in which case, if we moved up to the high tier, that means that. You can't mix households unless it's your support bubble. Um, indoors, you can you can still hang out outdoors in the freezing cold with six people. That's cool, or five other people, whatever. Um, and you can't travel much. Well, that's like shit anyway. Because the buses around here are rubbish anyway. One every thirty minutes. Yeah, I don't I don't see how, how you'd notice really if that, if that did happen. Yeah, I mean, I don't go out anyway, do I? <laughs> but like, no, you know, like if I wanted people around, all of a sudden I can't. Yeah. Because because I'm not because Essex suddenly decided that we should do this, even though we don't need to. It's ridiculous, and they have, like yeah. that kind of thing, it, it affects everyone. That's the kind of thing. I don't know. You should at least ask residents before before just taking it upon yourself to. Do what that. did I know though? Well, councils are the worst economic thing. <laughs> I mean, what is council tax? Not for. Essentially, you pay council tax to have your rubbish collected once a week. That's it, really, isn't it? What else do you pay it for? Street lights. Well, they're barely on. I mean, I went running this morning, and there was such a low light they weren't even worth having them on. It honestly wasn't. It was pitch black. What was the point? Why am I paying? Why am I paying? Hundred. We don't have to pay. But. So why that am I paying? Yeah. For what? literally for my rubbish to be collected for the buses to come every 30 minutes and only allow half people on there to to keep um, what do you call them potholes on the road I mean I don't know any of being fixed there's, some, there's, there's two potholes I know where I, where, somewhere I drive every week and they've been like that for well over a year now and no one's done anything to them so great Cheers. Maybe you can spend awesome. some of the money on your on your <laughs> lockdown on fixing these potholes on this road. Just those, just those two potholes. Just those. I mean, I use it every week, so it'd be nice to know if, if my money could could actually fix those potholes. It's not hard, is it? You just fix them. Right. I'm sure they'll listen to this and uh, take action immediately. Oh. And also on the A12, right? <laughs> They've been doing up the A12, like putting putting new covering on it. What do you call it? Road surface. Yeah, the road. And they've done yeah. that. And there's there's a part of it which hasn't been done, right? But there's no problem. It's like literally probably about five hundred foot 
which hasn't been done, but it doesn't make any difference to the roads. Yet they've kept a 40 mile an hour speed limit at, at that bit. Absolute nonsense. Take it down. Resign. <laughs> I'm going to get my own COVID marshal and tell them to go to guess its council and say, you're not doing Just it right. Fuck off. Yeah, you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. Come over here. You're not supposed to be doing it like that. You're supposed to be filling up the potholes, not just leaving them on the side. <laughs> doing council walls. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking idiots. I'm now in support of COVID marshals. <laughs> All right. Oh, I, I, I think we'll, we'll wrap it up if you want. But yeah, so uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, uh, I hope to get this out on, on Fridays, so it'll be every Friday. I think it's. Uh, I think it could be quite fun. Well, you know, at least I get to talk to someone. Yeah, <laughs> that? That's the main part of doing this. Because um, I spend most of my week not talking to anyone. Um, this is all about just giving you a, a, a way to communicate with another human. Yeah, I mean, at the moment, I'm just clinging on to, to chatting because at the end of this, at the end of all this, um, I will probably cry and um, don't know, wish my life away. <laughs> On that note, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye.